Welcome to Honest Money, your best guide to financial freedom. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. Honest Money is proudly sponsored by Outsurance. While you enjoy the conversation on today's show, remember, Outsurance is ready to chat to you about your life assurance needs whenever you are. Simply SMS LIFE to 30165 and a friendly consultant will call you back and complete your unique life insurance quote. Outsurance, you always get something out. Outsurance LIFE is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. 50 cents per SMS. Hi there, my name is Violet Gudumi. I am from Mokopani in Limpopo. So I've been listening to um, some of your podcasts and it's my first time actually. So I might be, I must be quite honest. Um, they're very, very um, informative and I'm glad I managed to get through. I have a question regarding buying shares. I'm still new to this buying shares thing. So I just want to find out if I buy shares, how do I end from them? And is it advisable for me to sell my shares if they are reflecting that I have a profit or if there is a good profit um, on them? Like I'm going, I'm currently using the easy equity platform just so that I can be able to, to, to see how things are going. So what advice can you give me? If I buy shares, is it advisable for me to sell my shares when I have a profit or how do I withdraw my profit? Is it possible for me to withdraw my profit and still continue having those shares? Thank you very much. Thanks, Violet. That's a great uh, question. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, will be looking at shares and 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 you know they read a lot about it or they hear about it on the podcasts, and then they uh, they're wondering exactly the same thing as you. So so thank you very much for your question. Uh, I think it's uh, important to understand w- what a share is as a starting point. So for example, let's just say you you buy. 100 shares in pick and pay. Uh, that, that means that, you know, if after you've bought them, you become a part owner of pick and pay. And uh, there are two things happen. One, the share price of pick and pay might go up or it might go down. And that will be dependent on a whole lot of factors. So, for example, if there's a lockdown and it's hurting pick and pay and they can't sell as much uh, pro- uh, goods as they used to in the, in the past, then, then they might be making less money or they might even be making losses. And that might move the share price down. Or you might find that the whole economy goes down and, and it's tough for, for companies to like retailers just to, to, just to do well in a, in a time like that. And that might move the share price down. So it might not be specific to pick and pay. It might actually just be something that's going on in the economy. At the same time, you know, pick and pay might do a great job and they might find ways to, to get more customers and to sell more goods to their customers. And therefore, their share price might go up because they're actually doing very well. So, so that's the one way that, that you could make money out of shares is by the share moving up or down in terms of its price. 
The other way that you can make money out of shares is from the profits that, that uh, Pick and Pay makes where they decide to take a portion of those profits and they pay out those profits to their shareholders. And that's called a dividend. So, so that means you don't need to buy or to sell the share. You, once you've bought the share and you're holding it, then, then every six months or every year, the company might decide to pay out some, some of its profits in dividends. And the fact that you're a shareholder means that you're, you'll be entitled to dividends. And I think that that's really the secret to buying shares is it's actually a long-term decision where you've bought shares, you decide to hold them for five or 10 or 15 years, and you earn growth both from the way that the share price goes up, but also and more especially from the dividends that that company pays out. So, so Violet, I think the first answer is buy shares. If you're going to buy shares, buy shares that do pay dividends and that have a good history of paying dividends. And then you need to plan to hold those shares for a very long period of time so that they will pay out those dividends to you and and that's the way you start to make an income from your shares. But if you're if you see let's say you've bought your pick and pay shares and you bought them for 100 rand and they've gone up to 500 rand in a very short space of time, you might want to sell some of your shares. So you might say, well, I, I put in 100 rand, let me take out 300 rand as a profit because the share price has gone crazy and I'll keep 200 rand in there. So you've already made money out, out of your share investment. And I think that that's an okay strategy. You should never be okay, never be worried, I should say, to sell to sell shares at a profit. But I wouldn't be in a rush because the thing about shares is that the growth of, of shares happens over long periods of time. And the people that make money out of shares are those that actually let their shares stay invested for for years and years and years, not months and months. Uh, I think I would also just say I'd be careful of buying too many individual shares at the beginning. You know, if you're starting out, rather buy something like a top 40 index or a world index, which owns lots of different companies rather than buying one company yourself, where, where you might end up making a loss on that company because that one company does badly. You know, there's a lot of risk in, 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 in terms of just buying one share. So either buy lots of shares or buy one index, which, which on its own is lots of uh, lots of shares in one investment. And that's probably my recommendation for anybody who wants to start the journey of share investing. Buy an index first, take the time to learn what's going on, do your homework, and then maybe one day go into buying individual shares. Personally, I like buying indexes. I don't, don't generally make a lot of money buying, buying individual shares, but I do make a lot of money out of buying an index. Hi, Warren. Thank you for your great show. Um, I really enjoy listening to it. Um, my question today is, what platform is the best to do um, scalp trading in South Africa? And uh, what's your thoughts about it? Um, I've been following a couple of entrepreneurs in the USA that have used um, scalp trading to generate their initial income, um, to start investing in, in real estate or, or just give the, the, a boost um, in their income. Um, so I'm all for investing long term through platforms like Easy Equities, but I just want to learn more about scalping and and what your um, thoughts are around that. Wow, what an interesting question. You know, I must say I had to go and look up what uh, what scalping was because I haven't heard the term before. But uh, but, but it's basically another word for for high frequency trading in a particular kind of, of market segment. In other words, uh, where you look at the difference between the buying price of something and the selling price of something, and then you try and make a profit by by the, by arbitraging the difference between those two. It's um, you know, if you've lost me already, that that tells you something. You know, this is not a simple. Uh, 
easy to understand way of making money. It relies on doing hundreds, if not thousands, of transactions in a month, uh, and and you know your your profits are not certain. You know, so anybody that says uh, high frequency trading or scalping is a is an easy way to make money, uh, I don't think they're telling you the truth. I, I think it's possible, but but it's much easier for large institutions that trade with large amounts of money to use these uh, small little differences between the buying and price, uh, buying and selling price of something to, to make money. But in all honesty, for, for a private investor who's looking to grow their money and actually build sustainable wealth over a long period of time, something like scalping is the very last thing I would be doing. I, I, I would actually ignore it and, and, and walk away from it altogether. You know, and using a, a low-cost platform to, to buy shares and to buy exchange-traded funds or unit trusts and build up your capital over a long period of time, to, to me, is a much safer way of making money but but something like scalping um, you, you know you're going to need to 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 do your homework very carefully and to and I would ex- exercise extreme caution just not to me aware aware of making sustainable money morning morning guys all I want to find out is where to invest if you want to get the compound interest I just want you guys to explain to me in simple steps which bank account or which type of of investment can you choose in order for you to be able to end compound interest that's my question Thanks for that that question on compound interest. I think it's important to understand that uh, if you invest money in a bank account or in a fixed deposit or just a normal money market account linked to your banking profile, then all of those will generate uh, compound interest over time. Uh, because what happens is, the, the, let's say the bank says, we'll give you 5% interest a year. If you leave that money in, then what happens is that 5% will grow. And, and let's say you put in 100 Rand, then it'll be 105 Rand. So then the next year, the 105 Rand will grow by 5%. So so the beauty of compounding is it's one of those things that works better with time. The longer you leave it, the more it will grow. But it doesn't. it's not specific to a particular kind of bank account or a particular kind of fixed deposit. It's something that you can use for all bank accounts, all fixed deposits, all money market accounts. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon. Honest Money was proudly brought to you by Outsurance. While you may have enjoyed today's conversation, Outsurance understands that talking about a future without you isn't always easy. SMS LIFE to 30165 for a callback and you'll find that taking up death, disability and critical illness insurance cover can be as simple as it is comfortable and of course affordable. Outsurance, you always get something out. Outsurance LIFE is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. 50 cents per SMS.